Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30KLA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Hi. Good morning, everybody. Okay. And you know what? Um, you know, we got a bunch of people here, so I want to make sure that we get them all in line. And uh, with his theme song... Yes, ladies and gentlemen, guess who's in town here? None other than Mia, who is actually Mia, Mr. And I mean Mr. Tony Williams from Bite On Fishing. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, I almost Sergio. forgot what he looked like. Oh, I totally forgot. I, you know, I saw him in the back of a milk carton, and I remembered him. All right. Can you All hear right. me okay? What's that? Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, good. Say good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. All right. So you know what? Now we got another one. We might as well give them, give them a little bit of love here. All right. This is the earthworm. At the current time, I think he's seven feet under. He actually dropped one foot this year. Okay. Without further ado, from Max Fish Reports, Mr. Andrew Mackey. How are you, Mac? Good morning, Sergio. I'm good. Good, 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 good. And you, where are you? Uh, I am actually where Tony sees a lot of the bluebirds uh, in Mountain Lake. <laughs> That's it. Okay. But let me introduce also our dear friend, okay, who also has has a, a theme song. Okay, you like this one, Ron? I do very much. I even like Steve. All right, without further ado, the director of the Penn Fishing University, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, Carson. Good morning, Sergio. And no, I do not have a flat top. No, but we, we, we imagine that you do, because you always have wear a cap, so we wouldn't know the difference. How's that? There you go. Okay. Hey, it was great seeing you yesterday, or the day before, Steve. Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. All I brought, right. I brought you luck. Uh, you guys caught a lot of fish because I willed it to be so. You did will you it did, to be you so. Did, you did well, Grasshopper. Okay, and we did really, really well. So uh, this is what I'd like to do. Since we got Tony here, um, I want to cover, Tony, um, the lobster. Right, you, 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 oh, do, yeah. All right, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk sure. about lobsters. Uh, I know, uh, when is the season for trout happening? It's coming up soon, right? Well, this, yeah, the lakes are starting to stock. Um as it gets colder, you know, it's time to change your gear from catfish gear to light tackle and trout. So, you know, time to get your two-pound test out and really brush off all your trout equipment and get ready because there's some big fish that are being stocked. And 
I understand there's as it gets a little bit colder, there's going to be some bigger fish. All right, so let's go to Andrew Mack. Uh, Mack, give us the uh, freshwater report. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, the reason why I'm here at Mountain Lakes is because they had their trout opener uh, yesterday. was the first day. Um, uh, well, they stopped on Thursday. Yesterday was the first day uh, for fishing for trout. And then, uh, you know, today is the first weekend. Um, they ended up stocking 1,000 pounds of Wright's Rainbows. Uh, they come from uh, Idaho, uh, so 500 pounds in each lake. And now every week uh, throughout the entire season, they're going to be stocking, uh, you know, 1,000 pounds uh, here and there. Um, but, I mean, these fish are, you know, better size. They're in the one- to two-pound class. Um, you know, they're hard fighters. Um, I was only able to stick one yesterday because I had to go to work. So I was on very limited time. But got the one, got out of there, and then... Uh, now I'm back today. Um, from there, uh, Fisherman's Retreat also had their uh, opener yesterday. Uh, they stocked um, as well uh, down there at, uh, at Fisherman's Retreat. They actually have a combination derby uh, this uh, today. It's a catfish and trout derby. So you're able to catch both fish in those la- in that lake. And, uh, and you know, biggest fish, uh, you know, they have a bunch of prizes. I heard that, uh, that they tag some fish, so it's, it's a pretty, you know, Fun events over there at Fisherman's Retreat in uh, Redlands. Um, now, if you're going to be up in the Sierras, the Sierras are actually coming, getting closer to to the end uh, of the season. Um, a couple of areas that stocked uh, for Inyo County, uh, they had Diaz Lake, Pleasant Valley Reservoir, uh, Owens River, and also Bishop Creek. Now, if you go a little bit higher in Mono County, you got Virginia Upper and Lower, uh, Twin Lakes in Bridgeport, uh, upper and lower, and then Trimble Lake. Um, now, if you're looking for trout down this way, uh, there also was a couple uh, state stocks as well uh, in San Bernardino County. So you got Big Bear Lake and Gregory Lake. Uh, those lakes got stocked yesterday. I heard Gregory got about 500 pounds um, of state stock, and probably Big Bear got the same. Um, you know, these fish come in about a pound, uh, but... The reason why they stock them this late in the season there is because it gives them a good time to kind of grow in the lake. Uh, I know Big Bear um, always has holdovers, um, you know, when they close for the winter. So it's always good fishing up there. And if you want to fish Riverside County, uh, Lake Hemet um, also had a state stock, as well as uh, Little Lake Fulmer, uh, Fulmer up there in uh, uh, kind of by Lake Hemet in that same area. Um, so those are some options as well. And then if you're going down to San Diego County, uh, San Diego, Lake Cuyamaca, uh, they had a trout stock as well. Um, so there's definitely some options. Uh, the state's starting to stock. Uh, the private stocks, um, you know, they're going to start happening, like Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, I would say about two more weeks. They're just waiting for the water to cool down, um, you know, and then different areas like that. And what's cool about Santa Ana is that they're, again, going to bring, you know, the biggest fish, in Southern California, uh, they'll be stocking, you know, in a very high double-digit size. Um, you know, we're talking 13 to 18 pounders uh, are going to be included in their stocks every week. Um, you know, once they start going, so a lot. That's the only holdup in with some of these lakes that aren't stocking yet is that they're just waiting for that water to cool down just enough so that when they do stock the fish, you know, it's their best chance to you know not be in shock and all that stuff and. So it's going to be some exciting stuff in the next couple weeks. Let me, let me ask course, you. Let me ask you a question. You just mentioned that. I'm 
when, when, when they stock these fish, and I'll let Steve also jump in and Tony, um, how long does it really take for them to get acclimated? Because, uh, um, well, and as a general rule, I know some fish will bite right away, uh, but I mean, as a general rule, the majority, do they need 24 hours? Do they need something? Because I'll tell you what, I've had a lot of aquariums over my lifetime, and you bring a brand new fish in, and you put that fish in there, and it takes them a good 24 to 48 hours to acclimate, and then they'll start eating. They won't do anything. They just sit in the corner, you know, and just trying to get acclimated. So uh, do these fish... Yes, I mean yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Typically with these trout, um, the reason why they like to give them 24 hours, it's not so much that, you know, that, that that's how long it takes for them to eat, but what it is, it's going to give these fish the best chance to move around the lake. So I guess you would say stretch their fins um, in a way. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, so they want the fish to spread out. That way, you know, they're not all clustered in one area. Because, I mean, let's just say, you know, let's say Santa Ana River Lakes, for example. If they stopped right there by the boat dock and then they let people fish, you know, two hours into it, you're going to have 300 people in a little tiny space trying to catch all these little fish, and everyone else around the lake is not going to have any chance. Um, but I've, you know, I've, I've seen them bite because there is lakes that are open right at right when they stop. You know, let's let's say they give you, you know, oh, wait 20 minutes before you fish. And there's people catching right away. So it just depends. It, the big factor is that uh, the temperature of the water, right. if it matches what's, you know, when they come down in the truck, if it's right then and there, they don't even know a difference. It just, it probably feels like, you know, they, they, they just went back in a bigger body of water and they're ready to eat right away. But again, that's why a lot of these lakes try to, you know, give them at least 24 hours is the reason is it gets more people a chance to catch them and they get you know spread around the lake so it just it just helps yeah it makes sense you know so i i would buy a fish they come in a plastic bag and you take the plastic bag that holds the water you put it on you just set it in the in the tank for about an hour so that the temperature of the tank matches the temperature mm -hmm. in the bag slowly and then you release them, and they do really, really well. Okay, Sergio, well, I, I just I just want to warn you, Sergio. Hmm. All those fish that you put in your aquarium and you had in little plastic bags, et cetera, et cetera, all of them, every one of them, it's illegal to use them for bait. Oh, you mean I can't take a goldfish and, and go fish bass with them? Negative. That's a big no. negative. <laughs> well, he couldn't find any hooks. Negative for him. right. <laughs> No, no, it's uh, it's um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that that always uh, always wondered about that. Now the Sierras, it's winding down or winding up. What's what's the deal? What's going on with trout season? I know the local lakes uh, they, they'll they'll get going, but what about up in the Sierras? There's a lot of snow. So, so the Sierras, um, they they actually have a, a set season. So I believe the last uh, day to fish in most areas is November fifteenth. I believe it's right around there, um, but there and then those, those areas they are they close the fishing. Some are actually open uh, year round, but what the transition is is they go from you know being able to to use you know barbs on your hook and bait. Uh, it a lot of these bodies of water actually stay open, but now you have to do catch and release, barbless only, and artificial. So there is that change there. Um, but then again, when it starts, you know, the snow starts happening and the winter starts happening, a lot of times these roads up there close, um, you know, it just becomes kind of like an unsafe travel, you know, especially with all the snow we had last year. 
Um, they're kind of assuming it's going to be like that or even more this year. Um, <clears throat> so it, it's definitely going to be interesting up there. But, you know, if you do want to fish the Sierras year-round, um, I mean, you have Bishop, anywhere from Bishop area, um, like Pleasant Valley Reservoir, uh, the uh, Owens. Um, those are open year-round uh, for fishing. But, again, they could also have, you know, some areas have special regulations, like the lower Owens could switch over to barbless only, catch and release. You know, so make sure when you guys are fishing up in that area, especially later in this season, make sure you just read up on the regs. You know, that way you're not breaking any rules and all that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You want to add something? Yeah. Speaking of uh, mammoth in the uh, Convict Lake area, I just want to give a big shout out to Matt Akita. He caught his personal best trout, eight pound, eight point one pounds this week. He's been fishing for years trying to catch this monster. Hats off to you, Matt. Keep it, keep it going, man. Uh, see the smile on this guy's face when he pulls us up. Just amazing. All right. Listen, hold that thought. Uh, we're going to take a short break here. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicle with uh, a full crew. Check that out. We'll be right back. Daddy took me by the hand. Down at the school bus and his little man and said, Don't worry, boy, it'll be all right. Angels Radio, AM830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale-watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30.
Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AM830 KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. Uh, before we go back into the show, I want to make a couple of announcements. This Tuesday, we've got Taco Tuesday, but it's a special Taco Tuesday because we're going to have a special Halloween Taco Tuesday where we raise money for... Uh, all the for fishers of men who actually buy shoes and takes them all over. <coughs> excuse me, takes them all over uh, Baja California and now also here in the states. Uh, we've been doing some uh, with some of the poor, the, the poorer kids uh, that we have local here in Anaheim and Moreno Valley and in Compton, but also down in the East Cape. We just got back from the East Cape and we had nearly was it close to 4,000, 5,000 people that showed up and we gave them AFCO shirts and shoes from Fishers and Men and it was just a, a, a wonderful thing to see. Okay, so this ta- this Tuesday, Taco Tuesday at Michael's Ports Pub and Grill. Ron, what's the address? 15192. 15192 Golden West in Westminster, California. Yeah, right off right the off 405 freeway. And is that Bolsa Golden West exit? It is uh, Golden West only. Yeah, actually. Golden West. There you go. Anyway, so come and join us. The Ant Chronicles crew will be there. But I'm going to make this announcement because I just got the certificate. We are going to be giving away a day and a half on the ocean honestly it's nearly five hundred dollars worth of of a trip day and a half okay on the ocean honestly out of you know um h&m landing on san diego um for the best costume so you come oh, out okay. best costume wins i win and, and i think that um <laughs> uh let's see i think rick and dina are going to try to be here on tuesday if they are i'll let them be the the judges Okay, who they like, and um, so put on a costume, come on out, uh, help us raise some money, have some fun, we're gonna have a huge raffle, and then, again, best costume. And you know what, I'm gonna say, um, the kids, you know, if you bring the kids, well, we'll do something special for the kids, we don't wanna give a day and a half out to a, a little kid, but if you bring your, your kids out with a costume, best costume, Ron, maybe we could do one of the little kids package like we used to. Yeah, I, you know what, I will give the, the Best costume for anybody under eight years old. No, make it ten. Make All it right. ten. Ten years old, and we'll give you a rod and a tackle box. Yeah, but we'll give we'll give him a rod, reel, tackle box. Maybe we'll throw some stuff inside Absolutely. as well. Bite on. Make sure we've got plenty of bite on. Okay, Tony, can you handle to 10 that? Ten years old? Huh? Ten years old? Yeah, after ten. I got a fake ID. You got a fake can ID? I play? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I know what your fake ID says. But anyway, again, so Taco Tuesday this Tuesday, okay? And again, best costume wins a day and a half trip on the Ocean Odyssey. Now, speaking of the Ocean Odyssey, we just got off the Ocean Odyssey yesterday. And last minute, we decided to add another day and a half trip. So this one's going to be, I mean, it's quick. It's coming up next Sunday. We leave next Sunday. And there's only three people so far on the trip because we're just putting it up. I'll tell you what, Ron, I have a feeling this one is going to go super light load. Uh, Dina told me with well, 10 people they'll go. They'll go with 10. So Right. And we also, the they lo- we lowered the price. It is $465. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, it, it's it leaves Sunday, November 5th at 7 p.m. Okay, so come out and fish with us, and we come back uh, Tuesday morning, 
Okay, usually by 6 a.m. we're at the dock there. Uh, the fishing has been phenomenal. Okay, we yeah, just got off the boat and um, yellowfin and bluefin tuna mixed. I just saw that uh, a couple other boats are also on the Dorado. Okay, so a great mix of fish. You know, it's really weird. I haven't seen a skipjack yet this year, but they're beginning to show up on the counts. Okay, so um, those are always fun on the troll. So anyway, so um, excellent stuff, and we'll talk more when we get in the salt water. But again, there's an Ocean Odyssey trip that's been added, day and a half. Uh, Leaves next Sunday at 5 p.m. It will definitely be a light load. Okay, so if you want to come fish with me and Ron, Love to have you. Okay, just call uh, Dina at 619-889-4535 or go to OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Okay, hit where it says book now. You'll see it. It's a sponsored by Angler Chronicles. And uh, maybe we'll, we'll spice it up. If we get, if we get, I'll tell you what, if, if, the, if the trip goes out, we get 10, 15 people. Uh, maybe we'll give away a rod or something. We'll figure out something. Okay, so just to let you know, again, Taco Tuesday this Tuesday. And then, oh, and Thursday we got the victory. Right. So come out and fish with us on the three-quarter day. And then Sunday we'll go out on the day and a half. Okay, those are the announcements. So let me go back and let's round up the freshwater. Uh, earthworm, what do, you, what do we got left? Uh, yeah, so... Um, basically, you know, next week is November, uh, so there is one uh, significant opener um, that's happening, and that is Santee Lakes. Uh, Santee Lakes in San Diego County, uh, they're going to be stocking from Mount Lassen uh, on Thursday uh, with 3,000 pounds of fish, and what that's going to be included is 500 pounds of those are going to be lightning trout. So that's going to be going on uh, this following Saturday. Uh, you know, for trout. So if you want your lightning trout and get it done early, uh, definitely head down to Santee Lakes. Um, other than that, we're going to, uh, I would say, uh, Tony, let's hear about our favorite lake. Our favorite lake, one of our favorites, Lake Elsinore, of course. Of course. Uh, of course. You know, the bite is very active right now. I've been I've been float tubing. And I, I want to let you, there is a lake monster in there, and I, I definitely, I lost it. I lost it. I didn't get a picture of it. I didn't get video, but there is a massive catfish in there, and I'm on a I'm on a journey to catch him. He must. I mean, I'm talking double digits. When I was out there, I'm floating with the uh, the Mac baits and and a bobber, and because where I'm fishing, there's a lot of structure. And in that structure, if you if if these cats come up and they get your bait, they'll go right into that structure. They'll cut the line. And so I've been I've been fishing this one area. It's about uh you know mid lake <laughs> and um but la- but but uh the bite is definitely hot of course i see jonathan out there jonathan oliver skinner he's out there fishing he's catching the wipers and the catfish and what's neat what's really cool about seeing some of the catfish that he's catching is these are not stock catfish these are catfish that have that are that are spawning that are growing and it's a very very healthy lake so yeah, the fishing, the fishing's been good. Well, on top of all the other uh, events in yeah, Lake and, and I mean, I'll tell you what, the, the one thing you know, I'm, I'm not a big, uh, I don't fish a lot of freshwater, um, but the thing about Lake Elsinore is, if you can locate structure, like I've always said, if the fish Lake Elsinore, no matter what the species, you need two things: structure 
and bite on. And bite on. Those are the two things that you need. You have that combination and you do good. You'll get catfish. You'll get um, wipers now out and about. I mean, you'll get uh, crappie. You'll get everything going on. And then the bass. Um, it's one of the, the highest underrated uh, lakes for bass, okay? Definitely. And they continue to stock smallmouth bass, I mean, largemouth bass on the, in the lake. So... Um, Keep that in mind, guys. If you want a good bass lake, you don't hear a lot about Lake Elsinore because the guys that do fish Lake Elsinore for bass, it's pretty quiet. It's very, they don't want to tell you where they are at. Okay, uh, but again, you locate a little bit of um, structure and put some bite on, even on your bass stuff, they will bite it. Okay, I mean, I've I've caught bass with the I was doing the catfish with the uh, dipped uh, mackerel mm -hmm. okay and the oh, bite yeah. on for and sure. I catch a bass okay sure. it's, it's really crazy so um, yeah but Lake Elsinore is always happening uh, you live there now okay I love that city how long have you been there now two or three years it's been uh, four years four years four already. years this summer yeah, four yeah, years. You got a house there, and uh, we got a lot of good friends that live there as well. And it's they such love a great little city. You know, it's a mean? great it's community. A community, everybody's pulling together. It's a fast-growing community, and they always have great events. Um, you know, especially during the holiday season, like this weekend, they're doing the big. Uh, 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 what is it? Day of the Dead. Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. You, like you know, here's the thing. You know, I'm Argentine. You're Bolivian. Bolivia is like right next door. I'm telling you, your mom is listening to the show, and she's going, oh, my son, why don't you learn any Spanish? <laughs> okay? You're Bolivian. I know that you're 10,000 feet up in the air, and although it did not affect your mom, it obviously affected Definitely. you, the, the low oxygen levels. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but... Uh, We've had this talk. I've, I've talked to my mom many Dia times. Dia de los Muertos. Day of the Dead. Okay? It is a uh, tradition. It's more Mexican than anything else. Sure. And it's just to uh, honor the dead, you know, as in the day it's like that a they week long party. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you get the party with, with you, the departed loved ones. All right, so that that's coming up, and where where's that happening on Main Street? Right? That's going to be at Main Street. Yeah, same. Place is that the one had... they do the parade or no? Uh, they have a they they have a small parade for all the people that are in the the all the kids in the costumes, and mm -hmm. it's not like a big parade, but they for Main Street, you know, they they pretty much dominate Main Street like they did with the trunk and treat, you know, last week. You know, over 8,000 people with kids and family. People were waiting to get into the street so the kids could get candy. And it was, it, man, just to see that many people out and, and all the costumes and creativeness, it was a lot of fun. Very cool, very cool. All right, Earthworm, so I think we rounded it off. Um, uh, you can still catch some catfish. You can get some uh, trout that are being stocked at some of the local lakes. Um, the crappie are still really good uh, in certain areas. And then wipers have definitely begun to bite at Lake Elsinore. And now they're over 18 inches, they which are. is really cool. Yeah. So, um, and of course, keep in mind your bass. Okay. And uh, Ryan and I talked about largemouth bass. We're going to be sponsoring a team. That's weird. We've never sponsored a team. But, oh, really? Yeah. Chris Nickerson, okay. who holds like the record Chris. at Lake Elsinore, an eight, over an eight, eight pound, pound bass. Yeah. And uh, Craig Adolfi, which is, I call him Tiny, he's on the, uh, on the Ocean Odyssey. Um, these guys are six foot eight and six foot nine. Can you imagine them on a bass boat? Anyway, let's see, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Folks, you're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, the Zangler Chronicles, and we will be right back.
Radio. AM830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. Everybody, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30KLIA. You look perplexed, Ron. Oh, no, I'm it's just a, trying It's to, a very uh, unique version of this song. Version. Such a cool version. Yeah, all right. So that, that's that. That's the, the music today is in honor of Tony. This is your music. Okay, so it's all for you. I made this. Phil Collins. Yeah, well, and, and Michael Jackson. Everything. Do you remember the timing? Why is this important? Let's see if you can tie it all together. I, I don't. What's the. Well, uh, uh, really, <laughs> Disney. Remember, remember the three D. Um, Captain EO. Captain EO. Okay, oh, so yeah, God. see, it's put it all together. I mean, your mom you know, and your dad both were, you know, Disney people. I mean, your For mom forty five years. Forty five yeah. years, and Mike Howell still works there. Yeah. 
I mean, you're you look like Mickey Mouse. And, I mean, you. You, you, you Mickey Mouse everything, and that's okay. I, I would say more like Goofy, but that's okay. Who was that? See that? Okay, all right. So um, anyway, let me bring it back around. Um, so okay, so Freshwater is still there. And doing well and going through a transitional period. One of the things that I don't see much talk about on social media, and that's me, I don't know if I'm just not looking in the right places. But, Tony, I want to give this to you mm-hmm. because it's, tra- it's um, I almost said trout season. It's lobster season. And the bugs are crawling. No, I know because, look, um, I know they William are. and Cooper, Hooper, they, 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 they go out all the time. Oh, yeah. Okay, I and, just talked to William the other day. He's and they go out once up. or twice a week, and they're they're getting their limits almost every night, and they're using something that you produce. So let me turn this over to you and um, give me give me a report on what's happening with the bugs. So for lobster season that opened up, the, you know, at the beginning of October, uh, it's been a it's been a really good crawl this year. There's a lot of big bugs. I think it I think it really relates to last year because there were so many shorts last year it was it was like the the year of shorts big 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 crawling uh lobsters this year people catching limits a lot of the kayakers if you really want to see you can go to like uh some of the kayaking groups like fresh and salty kayak fishing these guys will dial you in they'll help you get what you need but these guys are out there and they're fishing so we make the bite on fish attractant for the lobsters as well. And the lobster attractant it comes in pads, spray, or the gallon refill. And uh, you can marinate your baits, you can spray the baits to broadcast the scent a lot further, and of course, uh, recharge your baits once they're you know kind of sitting there for 20 or 30 minutes. It really helps give them that fresh, that fresh scent. And I can tell you a lot of people that are reporting, you know, it all goes to uh, with the with the right gear that you're using, you know, the uh, the Promar ambush series for all of the lobster um, hoops. That's going to be your best bet. I mean, they range from five pounds all the way up to uh, 36 pounds. You know, if you're fishing Catalina, you want to have something heavy that's going to that's going to go down fast. And at the same time, if you're fishing something local like Long Beach Harbor or or Huntington Harbor, all the way Marina del Rey. Maybe something a little bit lighter. It's got a 18-inch uh, diameter top with a 32-inch bottom, and what that does is it helps the lobster. It you know once they crawl in to get your bait, it really helps the lobster stay in the cage, so you have the best chance of uh, bringing in that that haul. And of course, you know you want to make sure that you have all the right tools. I'm uh, filming a couple of video. Um, video series just for people that want to get the basics 101 and really just try to get people on more more lobsters a lot of questions out there um you know we can't cover it all in in five minutes but uh in fact i'm going to be doing a um a seminar at the casey angler meeting this weekend or this week uh november 2nd when they have their big oh, meeting. thursday thursday so that's going to be that's going to be some more information and i'm also going to throw a little bit of trout stuff in there but the lobster season is cooking right now and, and uh, we just refilled uh turners turners outdoors just got a huge order of the pads the the gallon and the sprays and so I think they're about ready to get stocked up as I'm getting a lot of reports from people that they're going to. And, you know, of course, they go to Okay, so let me ask you a couple of questions. So the season goes until? Uh, until mid-March. Mid-March. Uh, Earthworm, I'll bring you and, and Carson also in this. Uh, what are some of the key regulations that you better be aware of? Because here's the thing about lobster uh, hooping. Um, you, the fishing game is out there. 
and they will check on you. So what are some of the things, Earthworm, uh, give me a couple of things that you must do as a regulation. Well, definitely. So if you're going to be going for lobster, I would say probably one of the main thing is if you have seven lobsters in your possession, meaning you have seven in your freezer, seven in your fridge, or you have seven on your dinner table or whatever the case may be, you cannot go back out there and catch more until those seven are taken care of because you're only allowed to have seven in possession. And that seven I in possession, not for the, not for being on the boat at that particular time, is it, it's, it's seven in possession total. total. Okay, so yeah, so that very good. That is a good one, Tony. Give me another one. Make sure to have a uh, your probably number one tool is your pen. If you don't have a pen, you're not writing down your your lobster catches, and that's a big that's a big fine. Big right no there. no too. Got to have the pen. Steve Carson, give me another one. Well, they hit the, both the ones that I wanted to get because, um, yeah, seven in possession. And, and I, li- I like how Andrew said seven on your dinner table. <laughs> if you have seven lobsters in your freezer, don't go back out. And you should they, also they know. Very serious. That, that's what in possession means. It doesn't mean, you know, in your, uh, you know, in your cooler on the boat that day. Mm-hmm. That means seven anyway. Unless they're in your stomach. Mm-hmm. And if you can eat seven, well, I, I'm not sure I know what to say. Cholesterol but, high. Yeah, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and they want you to be filling out your report card, you know, in real time as it happens. Right. Don't wait till you take a break. Um, you know, do it right then. They and and trust me, they have night vision goggles. They have video cameras. They have everything, and so and they will you know, follow you home. I, I've had a couple of guys said that they have been followed home. Wow! And then you because bet. because yeah. it's fishing game, they do not need um, a search warrant. They can actually literally go in, and they will search your house anywhere that there's any type of a cooling system. You know, they'll go into a garage if you got a freezer. They'll open that freezer and they'll go through your freezer. They'll go through their, your house. You cannot have more than seven in possession and. Fishing game has the ability to follow you home. One of the one things that you guys didn't say is your measuring tool. That's well, I only That's, had one. Uh, you want to talk about that one? Sure, it has to be three and one fourth inches. Uh, get from where to where? From the eye socket to the carapace. Very good. Very. Good. I've been doing. Uh, I've been listening. Okay. <laughs> How can you tell which one is a female and which one is a male? It's got a. Uh, it's got. A, well, sometimes it has eggs. And the other side is there's a diamond shape versus uh, uh, two flaps. All right. On the Carson, you want to say something else about that? Uh, no, that? I've got nothing new to say on that. Okay. So if you guys would like to just just go to Big Bus, excuse me, Big Bugs and Bass, I think was Big the episode bass, yeah. that we did. We just showed it last week. And actually, we have Chris Bona. Yeah. Okay. We went out fishing with him. And he actually tells you exactly where and how the how they cover their eggs, etc. I would just say, if you've got a female that has eggs, let it go. Let it go. Let it go because, um, you know, you want to be able to reproduce. Okay. Now, um, anybody's after all the big, huge ones. I, I, I think the smaller ones actually taste better than the big ones. The big ones get a little bit too tough sometimes. But there's a big difference between a Maine lobster and a California lobster. Okay, and I think the California lobster now. I know you guys think I don't eat fish, but I love lobster, shrimp, and oh, I, I like yeah. crustaceans. And Maine lobster is very good until you have a California lobster, and they they're, they're sweeter. They have a, a much 
for me, a much better taste. So um, this is all good. So uh, you can hoop just about anywhere, right? Yeah, there's certain areas where you know you're not allowed to uh, hoop, but uh, generally speaking, you can hoop. You know where there's going to be structure. You want to find. You know, I, I've been using um, uh, avionics, and you can actually see before you go out fishing and kind of you know pinpoint some of your destination marks, and that's also going to give you a huge advantage. You know, when you're out there, you already kind of know where you're going uh, and it's good to know you know the regulations but if you have any questions you can usually ask the harbor master if, if you're out there you know somebody's out there if there's a any any place that you can't fish specifically yeah no i mean I, I absolutely and and here's the other thing i would say all right how many uh hoop nets can you have on your boat that's another regulation 10 you can have up to 10 how about uh, if you're fishing by yourself you can have up to 10 is that correct? Five. Five. Or five. Yes. Excuse five. me, five. That's only five. five. See? Five. See? See? And on a kayak, you. it's five. two. On a kayak, it's only two? I yeah. didn't know that one. But if you're on a boat by yourself, it's five. five. If you have a second or third person, right. it's ten. But you cannot have more than ten. Correct. Okay, so even, even if, if there's four of you, you can only have ten. Very good. And real, real, real quick, guys, on a kayak, it is five as well. It's still considered a boat. Um, if you're on, The two uh, regulation is only on a pier. And on a pier, if you have two nets in, you cannot fish. I believe it counts the same as a rod. So if you have, you know, let's say you're using two rods, you can use one hoop, one rod. Um, Steve, you can, you can correct me on that if I'm wrong, but from my understanding is that when you're on a pier and you're, you're hoop netting for lobsters, you cannot have more than two in the water with an additional That's rod, either one rod, one hoop, two hoops, or, you know, or vice versa. I believe the way the regulation reads is line. So, yeah, exactly. Um, you got a rope attached to your hoop, that's a line. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys, please understand that these kind of things that come up, you go, oh, I'll just go, you know, do some hooping, get a couple lobsters. You think it's going to be a nice, cool night until you get busted. And then the fines are really, really hard. I I should add, this this really mostly applies on piers where where it happens by accident. You can't see the air quotes, by accident. Uh But, um, you know, I mean, obviously it can happen anywhere. You cannot... Get lobsters on hook and line. You can't snag them. Um, I mean, obviously, it can happen by accident anywhere. Uh, the biggest lobster I ever saw anywhere, I actually snagged in the leg out of Leho's rocks on a yellowtail yo-yo jig, and it fought like a small yellowtail. But um, you know, that was not legal, and you certainly can't do what some people do, which is uh, go out there with treble hooks or something like that, a bait and bait them and try to snag lobsters. You know, very, it, very Ill- illegal. In all my years of fishing, I've only I've, I've snagged one, okay? What I've snagged more is those uh, those shrimp, the, um, oh, the, uh, what are they Man- called? Manta shrimp? The manta shrimp, the one that, you, that will take your fingers off, they'll cut your fingers off. Beautiful, beautiful shrimp. They're huge, Big okay? Ones, yeah. And I've yeah. caught uh, more of those. They're very aggressive, and they snap. Okay, and they have the ability with their back fins to cut your finger clean off. Okay, that's how hard they snap. Okay, so anything else that we want to add to lobsters besides garlic butter? Um, Yeah, so your floats floats also have to be marked uh, with a go ID number. If there's multiple people on the boat... Somebody has to have their go ID number on those uh, on those floats. Absolutely, and, and remember can, that you do need a license for lobster. That's right, and you can find your go ID 
on your license. There you go. People don't know. It's, it's right there on your license. It's, it'll follow you forever. It's, it looks like your driver's license. Your same Go ID forever. Oh, I like that. I like that. All right. I think I can hear the music in the background, so we're going to take a short break. When we come back, uh, we're going to go salty. we got a lot of news. I want to hear a little bit more from uh, uh, Steve Carson's eight-day trip. We didn't get a chance to cover it too much. And then we're going to cover uh, the hiatus. We've been, Ron, you know, back-to-back, two-and-a-half, day-and-a-half, and another day-and-a-half coming up. Remember, the Ocean Odyssey, November 5th. Next Sunday, we leave. So still room on the boat. Angels Radio, AM830, KLA, Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Angels Radio, AM 830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Your silver and black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And let me tell you, did you hear that commercial? The silver and black. Plays here on AM 830. So I know Leilani, we've got a Monday night game. Here? Yeah, all I want to hear is touchdown Raiders, okay? So, uh, yeah, I'm on the roof of my Raiders. I know we look horrible, but you know what? Raider Nation for life. Yeah. Are you going to go to the new stadium, Sue? Oh, yeah. I've got to go to the Death Star. I have to go to the Death Star. Yeah, I've got to make some time to get out. I saw it being built. I saw the structure of being built, but man, I'd love to go to a game. Yeah, I, I tell you, the Empire will strike back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, let's get salty here. Um, uh, Carson, I just saw you posted a black, what was it, a black, bene- uh, black no, black skipjack? Black skipjack. There are a lot of fish out there in our, in our salty area, 
that are quote unquote skipjack, or people call skipjack. Um, the most common one um, in our area that is in, in California or within reach of the San Diego overnight boats is the skipjack tuna. Okay, those are uh, of all of them that they're the biggest, so that's good, and uh, they're uh, easy to distinguish from all the other ones that they have their stripes kind of on the side and on the stomach, not on the back. Mm-hmm. And also, many people who, uh, you know, uh, disdain them or don't like them don't realize that almost all canned tuna, if it doesn't say what uh, uh, another species, it doesn't say albacore, uh, it doesn't say yellowfin or whatever, if it just says tuna on the can, it's skipjack. Mm-hmm. Skipjack is by far the most eaten tuna on the planet. And there's a lot of them, too, so that's the reason. Um, they they kind of got a bad reputation back in the day of when, when all the San Diego boats and other boats kept all their fish in gunny sacks. Uh, they don't really keep too well in the gunny sack, and when they're down in the, in the hold of a long-range boat, uh, they get squished by big tuna and things like that. They don't come out that well, so... Uh, they tend to be disrespected but well cared for. Also, they do have a, 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 uh, a bloodline in the fillet that you have to cut out. Mm-hmm. So you, you lose about 25 to 30 percent of the yield on your fillet when you cut that, that, uh, that bloodline out. But if you don't, then correctly speaking, uh, you're going to kind of mess up the rest of the meat. So cut that bloodline out, and the rest of what is left, is exactly, I don't mean close, it is exactly like yellowfin tuna. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get further south, like like when, when Sergio was down in the East Cape, uh, you do get some skipjack tuna, but what you get a lot more of is you get either black skipjack, which uh, uh, down by the pelvic fin have usually have two black dots. It's pretty distinct. And in Cabo, they call them usually barilete, and... Uh, uh, the smaller ones are good bait, but then there are also a couple of real small members of the family that are, are loosely called bullet tuna. There's like three different species, mm-hmm. and again, down in Cabo, they're almost always used as bait, but they, they all bite a pretty big lure sometimes, and they call them kind of all the three species together, bulito, you know, bullet tuna, and um, it's important to know the difference. Black skipjack compared to skipjack tuna um, the black skipjack do have a darker meat. It's a little stronger tasting meat. Not everybody likes it. But the, uh, the regular skipjack is just a matter of cutting them properly with your fillet knife and, and, of course, taking good care of the fish when you first catch it. Sometimes people still throw stuff in a gunny sack, and, you know, it, the fish is never that great when it comes out after that kind of treatment. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I remember catching bullet tuna here uh, years ago. They were all small, almost about the size of a, a large mackerel. They were fun. Uh, Benita. Benita. It reminds me of Benita. People don't realize how good, good Benita is. Okay? And if you prepare your Benita just like you would tuna fish, okay, they make great sandwiches. Great, great sandwiches. But Benita's another one that got a, that got a totally bad rap. Mm-hmm. From the days, and, and, and some boats still do it, where everything you catch goes in a gunny sack. If you're lucky, the deckhand hoses the gunny sack down every once in a while to cool it off a little bit. But 
when they when they sit there in a in a gunny sack baking in the sun after a whole day of fishing, you go to them. You know what? They're not going to be that good. They're just not. But but inherently, the fish is very good. And Ron can probably tell you, and I bet you a lot of the listeners out there can tell you that they were out on a boat, usually a half day boat, sometimes a three quarter day boat, and but either were being caught, and uh, and somebody in the galley cooked up. Somebody either made little cubes out of them and stuck little toothpicks in them and walked around and gave them to everybody, and it was like the greatest fish that they ever had. I agree. I agree, absolutely. If it's prepared right away, kept uh, good care of it, it's good stuff. Even, even um, barracuda. You know, if it's taken care of right away, it is delicious. Yeah, it's very good. I mean, I, I, I remember how many times we used to just go on the freelance, and they would uh, would catch a few, give it to the to um, uh, the, the, the galley cook, and they would go and cook it, yeah, and then prepare it just like tuna fish, put it on crackers, and you let everybody try it, and then they realize how good it was, then. Fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. It's fresh and it's good stuff. So, anyway, so just bleed them up real quick. So, okay, that's Benita. But um, you just got back from your eight tri- eight day trip, and we didn't get a chance to go in in a little more depth. Okay, so why don't you go into your trip a little deeper? You know wh- what you fish. I mean, what what you caught, how you caught it, with what? Well, you know, we didn't catch very many skipjack uh, compared to a normal trip, so that's that's one thing, but. You know, we kind of we decided to, to bypass a really good yellowtail bite uh, about in central Baja and go all the way down to the ridge, which is a long run. It's about two days of doing nothing. But, well, for me, it's like heaven because you just get to play with tackle. So uh, we played with tackle for almost two straight days and rolled into the, into the area that they call the 13, and it was game on all the yellowfin tuna you could ever want uh biting whatever you want to throw so if you're field testing a new lure field testing a new rod a new reel and i'm almost always field testing something new um and you want to immediately get get results it was that kind of a bite and in about well less than two full days of fishing we easily had our limits of yellowfin tuna um, we also caught a few wahoo. The wahoo were not really biting. Um, we got a couple trolling. I did manage to catch one on a jig. I, I caught the only one that wasn't caught trolling, so I was pretty happy about that. And speaking of eating fish, whenever I catch a wahoo on, on a boat, the first one goes right to the galley. Mm-hmm. So the next day we were able to have wahoo tacos, and, uh, you know, there's a reason uh, that they're called Ono in uh, fancy restaurants. That means delicious or good in the Hawaiian language. They are the ultimate, ultimate fish for eating. Um, I will attest to so, that because I do, I do like, uh, I do like wahoo. There you go. Who doesn't? Even you, if even you, Sergio, who even is not I. a seafood eater, mm-hmm. even you. Um, in fact. If, if you said that they weren't good, I would have Ron reach over and smack you. <laughs> um, and, I'll do that anyways. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we did flip around and come back up. And in, the, in the vicinity of Natividad Island, I mean, there's, there's actually a whole bunch of different spots um, uh, that had yellowtail. And it was an interesting phenomenon. We'd roll up into a spot, 
and the yellows would be wide open for like 30 minutes. And then they would just kind of peter out and disappear, and we'd go on to, the, you know, run two more hours, and it would be the same thing. And they're, yeah, usually, if you just want to catch as many yellow tails as you can, almost anywhere, not just on our trip, it's fishing the yo-yo iron. That is almost always the best and most efficient way to do it. Um, if you use bait, you can lose the bait. The bait can die. Um, you know, lots of you know, the fish can steal your bait. Lots of different things can go wrong with bait fishing. With the iron, you can usually use a little bit heavier line, and um, that is just really the way to get them. We also had mixed in as many Dorado as you wanted to keep. Um, again, generally on long-range boats, people don't keep a lot of Dorado, uh, and they don't usually go after them on purpose, but sometimes they do. We had all we wanted if we wanted any. And, of course, for me, I was having sort of a Nirvana moment, especially down at the ridge, because I was slow-pitch jigging. And when you're slow-pitch jigging, the fishing was so good, I was still catching more than enough tuna and more than enough yellowtail, but I was getting uh, uh, pargo and big sheephead and all kinds of other species you know, that I love. I did not catch any new species. Uh, usually we catch one or two fish when we're at the ridge where uh, we have to just go get the book. What mm. the heck is that? Right. Uh, we didn't have that, but um, uh, I found the pargo fishing really good, and I was almost the only person doing it because everyone else was so enamored with catching, with catching yellowfin tuna on the surface. But believe me, if you, when you're dropping your jig down, if there's a lot of yellowfin tuna in the area... A lot of them are going to bite that jig before it gets to the bottom. So it was just a terrific trip. We had great weather. We had, well, I take it back. We had one night where the weather wasn't too good. The captain opted to kind of tuck it way, way inside in a little calm little bay and anchor up so we could have a peaceful night's sleep. And it's like he dropped the anchor on a wide open school of Sierra mackerel, which is like a tiny wahoo. Yeah. You know, there may be three to eight pounds, and they were biting, again, anything you wanted to drop on them. They also have extremely sharp teeth, like a wahoo, much sharper than a barracuda or anything like that. And um, they were definitely biting the jigs off. Yeah, I even tried wiring my jigs up a little bit. They were still going through was, that. <laughs> well, no, they were biting the knot. Oh wow! Hey, Literally listen, hold on, hold on to your thought because I I hear the music. We got to take a break here. I can't believe we just burned through the first hour. When we come back, we'll talk to Danny Jackson, the sheriff, and um, Danny. We've got a full house, so look forward to hearing from him. And we will continue. We got to talk about our Ocean Odyssey trip and a lot more, folks. You're on Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLA Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back.
O'Reilly Auto Parts new Brake Best Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Best Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Sorry, I keep coughing. If we're going to binge watch season three, you need Mucinex 12-Hour DM. It gives you 12 hours of cough and chest congestion relief. Mucinex 12-Hour DM tablets have one immediate release layer and one long-lasting extended release layer to outpace annoying cold and flu symptoms for a full 12 hours. Your cough is gone. Yeah, ready for season four? Let's do this. Buy Mucinex 12-Hour DM now and get 12-hour cough and chest congestion with just one dose. Use as directed. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA Orange County Los Angeles and Inland Empire where Angels baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and oh, I love this song. ZZ Top at its best, but it just means one thing. It just means that Danny Jackson is up to bat. It's uh, even though it's the World Series, he's there in his angel outfit, okay, and uh, he's in, he even has wings, okay, angel wings in there, and he takes his jig and he slings it all the way to where the big mountain fountain that we have over here is that center field was right there in center field. I saw him one time take his jig and just sling it over. The A. Whoa. Yeah, and it was, whoa. <laughs> so that without further ado, the jig slinger, the man himself, the sheriff, the CEO of Filmdom and Angry Chronicles, Mr., and that's Mr. to you, Tony, Danny Jackson. Oh, my goodness. Well, good morning, Sergio. Steve Carter. You know I'm running yeah, out yeah. of things to say. You realize that, right? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. Uh, I, you're raising the bar every week, it seems like. Anyway, good morning, Serge and Steve Carson, Ron, Tony. God, you do have a full crew in there. I guess Andrew Mack, is he still with you? Yeah, Andrew, say hello, oh. Andrew. Say hello, Andrew. Did he duck out? He's probably catching yeah, a fish. he might have. Well, anyway, He's good morning eight. to all of you. Hey, Danny. There, yeah, you're like eight <laughs> feet under yeah, now, bro. Was, yeah. You're eight feet yeah, under sorry, now. I'm walking to the fishing spot right now. Ah, okay. Oh, well, good for you. Good for you, Andrew. Hey, hey so Dan. I, I, um, I kind of uh, wake up here because we had a late one last night. Kathy and I did. We didn't get home at midnight. We were at uh, uh, Jack and Carrie's daughter, my granddaughter, June, her wedding last night. So oh, wow. It was, yeah, it was um, a beautiful thing. Anyway, before we get to uh, tomorrow's episode, um, let's see. I want to start off with uh, kind of uh, an announcement that starting uh, Wednesday, which is November 1st, 
Freedom Boat Club is going to start their their annual what's what they call the Black November, which is fifty percent off for the whole month of November. So I'll have more information on that next week. In fact, a week from tomorrow, I'm going to run the Freedom Boat Club episode with the contact information there. So, but anyways, uh, I was going to tell you yesterday. You know, I I, I follow nine seven six tuna daily. I mean, I. I, I I love it. I mean, it tells you what's going on and where and and everything that's happening. But Rick Scott yesterday morning at ten thirty posted uh, an audio report. You guys had already docked up, and uh, in fact, it might have been earlier than ten thirty. And uh, uh, told everyone about your your great score on the elephant and the bluefin. So that's really good, Sergio. I'm glad you guys got them and and. Uh, I mean, especially for a day and a half, you guys really, really nailed them. So, if you want to talk any more about that, Sergio, go ahead. Well, well I'll tell you. I'll tell you what was really unique. I mean, we did film this. I brought John on the boat with us because we we figured out we we like to bring him on. We do about minimum of three trips per year with the ocean. Honestly, this year I think we're going on five uh next week but um so we bring john on and we do like a collage for the ocean odyssey for the year and um it was crazy it was crazy um it was you know i i slept through the night ron came down i guess he threw a bait got bit hooked and handed it comes down goes hey serge we got six or eight rods bent so i got up reluctantly it was it was after eight for heaven's sakes it was just 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 after eight it's still early so i get up i go up there um, grab a cup of coffee, walk outside, and I'm looking. All the rods are bent. And I go, oh, boy. And so um, I was questioning, do I get breakfast or not? And there I look at Desi. Desi's over there, you know, hooking, handing himself. So he wasn't in the galley to feed me. So grabbed the little muffin that was there, coffee, went out, grabbed the bait, threw it out, got bit. And I'm going, this is crazy. And I started hooking, handing. And um, at one point... John comes up to me and goes, Serge, are you going to catch a fish? Because we had a lot of, um, not first-timers, we did have a lot of first-timers, but we had a lot of, a lot of fishermen that were not used to fishing uh, saltwater, number one, and especially tuna. These tuna, Danny, were 25 to 45 pounds. Ron got one at night um, that was right around, right around 50 pounds, probably the biggest one on the boat. Uh, but... I'll tell you what, um, it was crazy. It was crazy. They wanted, we start. I mean, I fished 20, 25, and I even caught one on 60. You're going to laugh. 60 pounds. They were biting so good. I looked at uh, Rick. Rick and I always challenge each other, okay? Who going to get the most bites? And he was on 25. I was on 60. I got bit. And he came down. He grabbed it, and we caught some fish even on 60. As the morning progressed, the bite got less and less. And then it required you to go down in size with a hook. We got down, I got down to a number four hook, a ringed uh, fly liner, uh, number four, from owner. And then I did something crazy. I went down to 15-pound test. And I had a fish on for 45 minutes. But it was probably one of the bigger tunas uh, that were on the boat. But on 15-pound test, okay, that's that, that That was the feat. And on the Pen Fathom, Steve, I mean, we're talking a totally, what I consider a bass reel, okay, that low profile. And it was fun. It was challenging. 
Uh, we tried to hook and hand it, and people just could not handle it. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll finish him off, finished him off. And we got him on, on film. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and I posted the fish on my personal uh, page on Facebook. It's, you'll see it's a very, very fine-looking fish. So that's what's going on right now. So I'm glad he, he said something because it was, it was really, really that good. Yeah, he posted it early yesterday morning, and, you know, he doesn't always do that, but I'm, I'm glad he did because, you know, I, I got a, a jump on what you guys did, so I, it's really cool. Anyway, um, let's get to the show, and then I'm going to hang up and listen for the rest of the show, Sergio, but tomorrow we're going to, we are going to run a, a really good episode. We are going to return to the Bay. Of course, the Bay of L.A., Bay of Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And uh, you, Sergio, Ron, Ben Seacrest, you got Captain Joe, Joe Marciano and Jay from the Hard Merch on uh, Wicked Tuna. And uh, great fishing, big yellowtail, lots of cabrilla, lots of cabrilla or leopard grouper, as they're called. And, uh, you know, it's just Orchid Martinez Baja Fishing Convoy. She puts together great trips for us. So anyway, talk about that, uh, Sergio. Well, I'll tell you. Here tomorrow morning. Bay of L.A. We returned to Bay of L.A. We love it. It's uh, it's a great place to fish. Um, you know, probably have, right on the other side pretty much of uh, Cedro. So, you know, Cedros is on off of uh, Punta, oh, what's it called? Uh, Guerrero Negro. Is Punta Eugenia. Uh, Punta Eugenia. Punta Eugenia, right. And then you got the three islands right there, Cedros. If you draw a horizontal line, okay, across the peninsula, that's where you're going to find the big island, which is Angel de la Guardia, okay? And that's where Bay of L.A. is. It's, it's, it's just great fishing, just simply great fishing. Um, but this year, I think we're going to change it up, and I'll make the announcement here. We're putting together a, a trip. We're going back to Cedros, Danny. Okay, we're yeah. going back to Cedros. This is with Cedros Sports Fishing with Toro. This is a brand-new lodge that's up there. Um, it is simply amazing. Uh, in this particular case, uh, they include your meals. They include your drinks. Okay, so you want to drink alcoholic beverages? It's on them. They include a massage. Okay, check that out. So that they, yeah. they all your vacuum sealing. It's a great trip. We'll be putting out there. I can only take twelve people. Uh, we've got the, the the four of us. So Ron, Ben, myself, and John, and then I can take eight more people. And it's filling up pretty quick. And it won't happen until the first week of June of 2024. So. Guys, keep that in mind. We're also looking at, and I'm not con- that one's not confirmed, but I'm looking at uh, Mag Bay. Okay, we may go down to Mag Bay, uh, do an episode down there with Orchid. Okay, Orchid does a fantastic job. So I'll put out some information here soon on the Cedros trip. Again, first eight come with us, and we will be filming it for an episode. So. And if we, if you look at this week, you'll see with Bay of LA, and we'll see what we do and how we do it. I mean, we had a beautiful encounter with a um, uh, what do you call a, a whale shark? Okay, John got in the water with a whale shark. Got a good chance to film that, and it's just simple. It's just beauty, fish, everything rolled into one, and uh, it was. It's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. A bit of a drive, but a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a great episode, and Sergio's going to. Air tomorrow morning, which would be October 29th, uh, 8.30 tomorrow morning, Valley Sports West, 
And as you as always, it'll air five times on Bally's uh, all week long. So um, proud to put that episode on the air because that's great fishing and good guys to fish with, you know, Captain Joe and Jay. Oh, Joe and Jay. I mean, you know, most people have seen we've done a lot of episodes with uh, with Dave Marciano from the Hard Merchandise Wicked Tuna. Right. And right, he said, right, he right. goes, can I send you Joe? Now, we have fished with Joe. We have filmed with Joe before at Cedros um, back in the day. But he wanted to come out. And then Jay came out, which I had not fished with Jay. Jay is hilarious. Okay. They have that East Cape, East uh, Coast uh a humor, I loved it. So it's all good. All right, Danny Jackson, congratulations okay. to your. Uh, is it? Would that be your granddaughter? That's, yeah, that's my granddaughter June. That's okay. Carrie's daughter. You got so Beautiful many of. I lost track now. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> yeah. All right. You take okay. care, and we'll talk to you another week, Danny. Okay. All right. We'll take care, guys. All right. Very cool, Danny Jackson, the CEO of Filmdom. My. Loved producer. I mean, I love uh, I love Danny. All right, I'm going to try to cue. Uh, we've got a caller in here. I, I, I'm pretty sure I know who this is. Okay, and uh, can you cue him up for me? Okay, and once you're queued up, um, I'm going to say good morning, Ronnie. Hi. Oh. All right. Hey. Now, can Ronnie. You hear me there? Uh, yes, I hear you. And I want you to stay on the line. We got, I got to take a break. I can hear the music. When, yeah, we no problem. when we come back, we're going to talk to you, Ronnie. You just got off the boat with us on the Ocean Odyssey, and you did fantastic. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AME 30. It's a human 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, and the Chronicles. And CD, the music today in honor of Mia, who's here, Tony Williams, Bite on Fishing. How's that? You like that? I love that. Excellent. That All right, let me go back to our caller. I've got Ronnie. Good morning, Ronnie. Good morning. How are we feeling today? I'm feeling good. How about you? I'm sore. I can't even lie to you about that. All right. And, well, explain to people why you're so sore. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a fisherman local here in Orange County, everywhere from San Pedro to Newport. But I got to tell you, I don't get out to San Diego too often. It's a distance for us, and it's big fish, right? So it could be a bit intimidating for those. I've only been fishing about three years in saltwater. Uh-huh. I didn't grow up fishing. I, nobody taught me the ways. Um, everything I've learned is from the deckhands on Western Pride, as well as a few other boats. So they helped geared me up before I went out. You know, they sold me a little Talica 12, and I uh, went out with my rods that were a bit heavy, I felt, once I saw the gear out there. And we were getting into some yellowfin that were just wide open. You know, if you could cast your bait, you were getting bit in 10 seconds. So people who could fish were bringing in five and could have easily brought in 10, but they were wrecking us. Some people were on their fish two hours, you know, especially since there was a wide group of new uh, or first time tuna fishermen, myself included. It was my first like bigger fish, right? I've only caught like a 15 pounds, so it doesn't really count there. So my arms, I, ca- I brought in two, and then you had me work on that bass reel, and it's just, <laughs> man, my arms are dead. Yeah, but here's here's the beauty. You got to pull on probably a 35-pound fish on 15-pound test. You have no idea what, what you were doing there as far as accomplishment, okay? I mean, it's absolutely wrong to do what I do. Okay, and, and I'll tell you, Steve Carson, you can chime in. Any- I'm, gla- I'm glad you finally admitted it. Yeah. But see, I, I I live on the wrong side, all right, of the street. So I, I love it because I think you and I had a conversation. I love to challenge myself. You know, anybody can catch a fish on 60 pounds. Anybody. Okay, I mean, just just hold on. The line probably won't break, and it's good to go. But try doing it on 15 on a small reel, and I'll tell you, that particular fish, when I hooked it, I turned it, and it took off. I didn't think it was going to stop. I literally, you know what, I, Steve, you're going to hate this. I was getting worried where I just slightly up the, uh, the drag. I figured I don't want to lose all my lines, so I upped the drag a little bit. And uh, just enough to where it would stop, and then we started to gain. But, Ronnie, you know, uh, we handed the rod over to you a couple of times, and you, we yeah. had them in color. We had them in color for probably half an hour. Okay? And you saw that fish. We were at a stillmate. He did not want to come in. Okay? Yeah. No matter what you did, we, we'd gain, and he'd take. We'd gain, and we'd t- take. So um, do you remember what I, I what I told everybody? I said, you know what? The nice thing about tuna is that there's no structure. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I love fishing yellowtail and some of the other species. And once they get you, they'll go straight for a rock or something. And it, it makes makes it difficult here. There is no bottom as far as I'm concerned. 2,500 feet is what we were fishing, a little bit over. Um, let them run. They want to run. All you got to do is bend the rod, let them pull all that weight, put all that pressure on them between that and the drag on your reel. And you just, you're going to hope to tire them out. 
Bluefin are a little harder to tire out, but I think the elephant fight a little bit harder. But Steve, you're right. I should not be um, using the bass rod, but it got bit instantly. Okay, every it single. Did. Yeah, you saw me. I think five or six baits. Every single one got bit immediately. So um, yeah, light line. Um, I think twenty and fifteen what I use primarily. We did have a couple of heartaches. Uh, Ron, you yeah. handed off how many fish? Oh gosh, um, at least ten. 10. Right? Yeah, we we, we yeah. hooked and handed at least ten fish each, just to because to make sure that these people could catch fish. You were with a large group. How many were you in your group? So uh, we had a friend that invited about ten people, and so uh, some of them were his coworkers, a couple of them were his sons, and we're just good fishing buddies. So mm-hmm. he was like, "Come on out! You should come to this Angler's Chronicle. They're great people." And I'd seen you at the PCH show a couple times, and I was like, all right, all right, let's go out and see what this is about. And i got to say, I, I was blown away, not just by Ocean Odyssey and their fantastic crew, one of the best crews I've ever fished with in my entire three-year career. Definitely my best long-range trip, just mentality, types of fish we got into. It was a great bite, and the food was killer. Like, mm-hmm. you just put on a great show, you put on a great experience, and the people that are going, even though no one knew each other, different groups of people, Everyone got along. Everyone was great on the rail. Everyone was gentlemen and funny. It just was a great trip. And I think that comes down from the boat as well as the program you guys are putting on. And, you know, you wanted people to catch fish. You helped them catch fish. And and it was one of the first times I saw men not having ego about it and saying, yeah, I'll take a handoff. Because the bite was just so good, and they wanted to be a part of that. And, and that's a culture. That's not just a one-time thing that happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? And I, I, I thank you for saying it because that's what we set out to do with Ron. You know, we, we originally we called these schools, and we were doing more seminars back in the day. But you know, we get to an, a time after ten years, a lot of these people already have a, an idea of what's going on. We were blessed with a group like yours. You know, a lot of these guys had fish, but they had not fished for a tuna, for something that pulls as hard as it did, and um, you know, learning. Tie knots, uh, connection knots, uh, select bait. I was, I was, I got a chance to sit there, Steve, right at the at the handwell, and tell show these guys how to pin them on, because they they'd see Ron pin them, you know, on on the you know butt hook them or collar, and I'm like, you know what, put stick them through the nose. Okay, it is the the strongest place. It doesn't fall off because I saw these guys cast it and the the bait would fall off. It takes a little more finesse. Right. You put them through the nose, get it out there, and they go. And if you could just get it away from the boat, I would say about 10, 15 feet. Okay, between your cast and the move. Okay, we would right, drift. Right. Once you got out there, you were fine. But if and this is the other thing I, I was trying to teach these guys. They would cast off the stern. By the time you got to the house, they kept going all the way to the bow. At that point, I said, just reel, reel it in and go get another bait. Most of my bites came right in the corner. Okay, you cast on the on the far corner, and you go to the other corner, and by that time, yeah, you're getting bit, or, or a few steps past that, right around the bait tank area, you know, we get bit. That has to do a lot with the guy that's up on the bait tank. Okay, you remember he was chumming all the time? Remember that? So those fish, they get together, okay? And they, they, and, and that, the fish follow those fish, and, and it was pure melee. Well, Ronnie, so let me ask you, what did, did you learn anything new on this trip? You know, you might not like this, but 
I actually want to go get a bath set up because I thought that was so fun and I just want to do it the right way. Like, like if you're fishing tuna all the time, it's worth it to possibly lose a fish because it's more sporty and it's exciting. Like, I didn't have the strength to do it. I didn't have the finesse with the pump and the wine because I don't fish tuna. And, and yes, I catch yellowtail, but I'm really relying on my heavy gear. I'm not doing what good fishermen do pumping and winding on the fish <laughs> so just being able to experience that and and be with these huge guys like like you said that deckhand's like close to eight foot tall and easy six foot, yeah so uh, leverage on that fish that uh-huh. i'll never have that with my height with my strength in my arms so i, I it really em- empowered me and encouraged me to get out there and learn more about how to become a better fisherman in my ability to bring it in not but, in my tackle uh-huh. not in what i'm you know, right. tying my knots, all this, but how am I fishing and how am I getting that fish when it hits? Those moments are so random and you only get out there to experience it. You yeah. can't do that at home or on a YouTube. You now, and now, if you saw me standing right next to Craig, you know, we're identical, okay, in height, okay? <laughs> yes. He's all of, Tony, he's six foot eight. Okay. <laughs> Chris, Chris Nickerson. He's actually a little bit tall. I think he's six nine. So those yeah. are your, those are my twin towers. I call them. Those are, they're my bodyguards. When I'm on the boat, and those are the deckhands. So yes, the leverage. See, you and I had to rely. We're too close to that rail when we hold a rod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I notice you put your arm down. Like I said, just use your arm. Just hold the rod. With a bass rod, and you know Steve Carson, just jump in anytime you want here. You you have to finesse. And if you really want to feel that fish. And all his power and everything that he does, um, man, you go light line, bass rod, boy, because you can feel everything. Sergio, since you invited me in, if I could make a suggestion, both to Ronnie and Be careful. To, Be careful. To the general, and to the general public. Um, it, it, now, Sergio, we know that you downplay it, but you know exactly what you're doing when you throw the bass rod. You, you you pretend like oh no I didn't mean to hook this big one yes you did <laughs> well. you did too but for the average person um, now if you if you do a lot of fishing on the local boats for sand bass and 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 calicos and whatnot then absolutely get a bass rod and use it for bass but I just right. and, and Sergio I know you like it when I when I post my five rigs don't leave the dock without them for tuna. I just reposted them. They're on Friends of Angler Chronicles Facebook page. But rig number one uh, is a, a little bit more sensible for tuna fishing when they're being finicky. Rig number one, which is a star drag reel, uh, I have it uh, shown as a Pentathom 12 or 15. Obviously, there's lots of other brands that are, that are of similar small size. And uh, I would lean more towards... An eight-foot rod. Some people are intimidated by eight-foot rods, but uh, when you're, you guys have mentioned how many times, a dozen times already, you've got to be able to cast the bait away from the boat. So that eight-foot rod will help you do it. So rig number one, which does seem too light for tuna, but in fact, in the the conditions that you're talking about, is exactly what you should get. Uh, if somebody wants to get a bass rod. And be like Sergio, I don't blame them, but just understand what you're doing when you do it. Yeah, and and Ronnie, the, the the thing about you know the lighter gear, you feel more. Remember, I told you, I told everybody. I mean, I can tell you, I can show you, but until you do it, 
and you feel it and you internalize what's happening, um, that's when you become a better fisherman. Okay, it's the experience. Yeah. That's why Ryan and I just we just hook in hand all day long, and you saw the captain Rick was doing the same thing, just hook in hand, hook in hand. We we want you guys to pull on these fish, and and you know with the fishing syndicate, uh, you know the bass rod, so to speak. You know it's a seven ten. Uh, you can get a medium or a medium heavy. That's not an ordinary rod. That thing will that'll land that fish, and if you want, you can put a big uh, uh, higher. Um, uh, braid on there uh, you know 30 uh, 20 pound 30 pound but yeah it's fun but it just takes a while <laughs> uh, yeah but it's finesse it's all about finesse fishing and the nice thing is when you use finesse you're not bullying the fish you're not tiring yourself out ronnie hang on i gotta take another break stay with us folks you're on angels radio ama 30k la the zangler chronicles will bread back What desire will make foolish people I never dreamed that I'd meet somebody like you Angels Radio AME 30 Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AME 30. Come on, boy. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, the Zanger Chronicles. And uh, come on, boy, I got to, uh, you know what, uh, Ronnie, I got a little surprise for you. Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey, good morning, sir. Oh, hey. Good morning. I got Ronnie here. She fished with good morning, us. Ronnie. Good yeah, morning, Rick. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for the hard work you and your boys did this weekend. It was fantastic. We Oh, our pleasure. That's what we love to do. We love to get everybody get them on that fish. Glad you had a good time. I think everybody had a good time. 
Yeah, in yeah. fact, even Steve Carson ripped me for using the bass rod. Yeah. And 15-pound test. <laughs> but I got bit, didn't I? Yeah. I always say, you know what? You know what? If you don't get bit, you're not going to lose a fish, but you're not going to catch them either. You got to get bit first. No. But uh, listen, I can hear that you got the the sonar in the background. Where are you today? Same area? Um, we're above that a little bit. But it sounds like your intro song is what uh, the fish said to everybody yesterday. They were singing that yesterday. <laughs> so we're, we're hoping that changes today. Right. Okay. I, I did see uh, some of the boats uh, picking up a lot more Dorado. Are those guys going south? Um, they, no, they're just kind of inside of us a little bit, maybe a little bit south, but you mm. saw a lot of Dorado? I didn't see, I haven't seen a lot of Dorado. I saw uh, a few. Yes, yesterday was horrible. Like I said, the fish were singing that, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> there, wasn't a, there wasn't a whole lot caught yesterday. Yeah, no, I think but the full day. The full. fish right now. Oh, good. Um, we got fish coming under the boat, so hopefully we can hook one here in a few minutes, but. Why don't you? Yeah. Uh, why, don't, why don't you know? We, we did this for the camera, but why don't you go ahead and repeat it? You know what? Uh, when we we drove, you went, you got to the area, and then how did you find the fish? So I was driving around. I have this sonar thingy. You can hear it going. That's it. Uh huh. All, all, all of a sudden, it started going. Uh huh. I turned the boat towards it, and there was a big school right there, so I told the guy in the bait tank to start throwing a chum line, and we got lucky. The fish came to the boat, and we started catching them. Well, but what I was looking for was you were looking for a temperature break, okay? Um, yes and no. We use fish out here just to where they're going to be. Okay. All right. All right. The, the, temp the temperature break was kind of outside of us. A mm -hmm. bit farther, um, we rolled out there after we rolled out of that stop. But you know what was really heartbreaking about that stop was the fish were biting, and there was a bunch of people sitting in the galley, standing around on the deck after they caught their first fish. And I tried to explain to them, "Look, this might be our only opportunity. You guys got a fish." And no, they they figured that old captain was going to be able to roll out of that one, put them on the next stop, and they catch them on the next stop. And, well, but, okay, but, but 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 we got Ronnie here. Her group was ten strong. Okay, right. so half the group. You gotta understand that I and I sat. And I actually ch uh, spoke to these guys. These guys, a lot of them were from out of state, and a lot of them fish a lot, but they fish for bluegill. Okay, right. Um, they've never had a tuna on the other side, and a lot of these guys. I mean, they don't. They couldn't muscle them in, so they they took their time. So you give somebody a fight, and Ronnie, how long did it take you to bring your fish in? I think my my longest one was forty five minutes, but I watched two guys fight two hours, and one guy lose three fish and never bring one in. Right, and so what happens is, you know, you and I were accustomed to this, Rick, but people who are not used to it, you put them forty five minutes to two, an hour and a half fighting a fish whether they get it or not when it's over they're done okay yeah. they're done and the first thing i asked ronnie is how you feel she says i'm sore <laughs> yeah like and even by the third one hitting on that basketball i thought i was gonna die like you just you're hurting you're hurting we're weak right so in other words captain you did your job okay <laughs> i did you did your job I, you put us on the fish i, I got 
I got lucky. That's all it is. I, like I said, I always say I am the luckiest captain in the fleet. And it seems like whenever your group shows up, we get lucky and we happen to find the fish and, and catch them. And, and uh, so. Well, Steve came up with an acronym that Ron uses all the time that I had to adjust on the El Dorado last last week. Well, what is it, Ron? What's it called? PFA. Positive, Positive Fishing, fishing attitude. attitude. You know, we come up on the boat with a good attitude. Uh, Ronnie, did you laugh? Did you have... I did. That's so good. You need it on a shirt. People will wear that. You know, I, um, um, somebody on your group compared me. Someone under the boat here. They're down about 40 feet. Nice, 40 feet. Now, right, that, let's go. 40 feet I like. Anything yeah. below 60, I'll wait. But uh, uh, shallower than 60, I'm all over it. No, but I, we were compared to another uh, gentleman who does the has a TV show as well and goes out there and and um, they said we're, we're different. And I'm go. When they told me who it was, I go. It's like easy listening elevator music to rock and roll. And we're the rock and roll. We're in your face. We want you to have fun. We'll, we'll push you. We'll, we'll, we'll in a good way. Okay. I'm not. I, I don't try to be intimidating, but in a funny way, get you to do the, all the right stuff. And when you do all the right stuff, you land fish. Ronnie, you walked away with how many fish? I walked away with two I caught, and a gentleman who caught five sent me home with a third. Isn't that isn't that cool? Okay. We have Holly, great guy out there. Oh, Holly, and we, we we might we might see him uh, for breakfast this morning. Holly's yeah. one of the gems uh, of our of the Anger Chronicle family. He's, he's him and Randall. How about Randall? Randall, Randall was Randall, great. Randall, those guys are old. So Randall seventy three, and he was out there the whole time, and Holly caught five. Like no one. Very few caught five. So so it goes back to this, and this is what I always tell people. It's not brute strength. Rick, it's not brute strength. I mean, we used to pull back in the day because, you know, you know, we pounded our chest. But, Rick, you're getting to the, the point where, you know what, it's a lot better to use technique, like uh, Carson always says. Use the technique because uh, if not, you're not going to get them. I have seen a 4'10", Lady about 98 pounds land a 400-pound fish. So it can be done. Okay? It's all technique. And that's what we try to help you guys. And, you know, with the light line, it, it constantly reminds me not to bully the, the fish. You have to be very, very careful with it. And you pay attention. And when you're paying attention, you can still land it. So, But, Ronnie, listen, it was a pleasure to have you uh, on the trip. And, uh, Rick, another awesome trip. I wish we would have been able to put more fish on the boat, but I, I got bit on 60 on that that one. Okay, you said they were biting 40, so I grabbed my closest one with 60-pound outfit, nailed the fish on 60-pound. So, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were biting. They were biting. And, you know, I got, I, I got to thank Ronnie for uh, – we had a special guest appearance from I don't know if any of our listeners know who our second captain was, but – he, he was pretty famous back in the day, Mr. Wayne Carr. Mm-hmm. He used to own the Mustang for many years, but he came out and, and uh, ran second for me. He hooked two fish, or I handed him two fish, and he lost them. But Ronnie was nice enough to give him a Ronnie was nice nice enough to give him a little bit of fish to take home. That's really what he was looking for. Oh, but, you should have told yeah, me. I don't. I mean, told us. Yeah, I mean, I, I give all my yeah. fish to Ron. Wow. Yeah. yeah so. Thank you, Ronnie. He appreciated that. He really did. 
You know, yeah, he Wayne was a great guy. Wayne was, was hilarious, made me laugh, and we, we talked about the Mustang and all that and where he's been, what he's been doing, and it's just it, it's good to have him here. And I guess he's going back to Hawaii soon, right? Um, looks like it, yeah. Yeah. He his license. He was commercial fishing over there after he, after he sold the Mustang. He went to Alaska, did a little bit up there, um, catching salmon and halibut, and then uh, went to Hawaii, so. He, cool. He's got his license. He's a free agent. He's, he's got a lot of opportunity to do, you know, once you get your license. And, uh, there's a lot of things you can do outside of the sport fishing industry and, and make a pretty good living. All right. Well, listen, since I've got you on, I just want to make sure everybody is aware that we have added a last-minute trip on the Ocean Odyssey. It leaves next Sunday, November 5th at 7 p.m. Comes back Tuesday morning. By 6 a.m., we're at the dock. Okay. Come out and join us. It's a day and a half. I have a feeling because it was added late, we may not sell out, which means it'll be a lighter load. So if you want a light load, come on out. You'll have a great time. And even if not, we were sold out on this one. Ronnie, did you have any problems with people? No, I didn't have any problems with any people. There was plenty of room, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. No, there's so much space. And the bunks, like the rooms were separated and divided, so you didn't have to sleep with everybody, which was nice. Yeah, it's really cool. So, um, you know, so it's great accommodations. And if you haven't been on the Ocean Odyssey, I don't know where you've been, but you should be on the Ocean Odyssey. You want to come out with us next Sunday night, day and a half. Uh, Again, departing on Sunday, November 5th. We'll be back Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. And you want to go to uh, Ocean Odyssey fishing please pay attention ocean odyssey fishing.com or you can call dina at what number 619-889-4535 there you go but i I would highly recommend do it online okay uh, especially at this time of the morning although i'm sure dina would love to get (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. We got, we got Oliver's group on here today. I'm running around looking for him. I don't, I don't think he's up yet. I think he's playing Sergio. He's oh, playing yeah, no. He oh, he, yeah. he sent me a message. He goes, I think I'll be up, but maybe not. And I go, well, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, but, you know, um, so the night fishing didn't happen last night either? Um, so, again, going back to the luck thing, all these boats out here, he happened to hook one. Nobody else did. Mm-hmm. But... We got it up the color and wrapped it in the prop. So we oh. didn't catch it. Oh. We saw it, but we didn't get to catch it. About what size? Looked like about a 60-pounder, like oh. the one we had the other night. Okay, perfect. Yeah, no, it, it um, yeah, so the night fishing's cooled off, which is perfect for me. That way I get a full night's sleep. Rick, if people want to get on your on your trips, and, and, and you know your season's running out. We're almost at the end of the season. There's not a lot more opportunities. Where can they go to get on a boat? They can go to Michael Sports Pub on Tuesday night for Taco Tuesday. They will, we will be giving away a free trip mm-hmm. on the Ocean Odyssey to the best dressed costume. I'm That's winning right. that, Rick. Yeah, no, and, and here's uh, the deal. If you and Dina, if you and Dina show up, I think you're going to be the judges. You're going to judge, okay? And uh, you be the hey. It's your trip. You're giving away a day and a half, uh-huh. folks. To give you an idea, it's about a five hundred dollar trip. Okay, for so wearing it's like, a costume for wearing a costume. Yeah. And making me like it. That's the other one. Okay? Uh, We will not be eligible for it, but you guys can. Okay? So it sounds great. Rick, I know you're on the boat. If you want to stay, stay. If you want to go, go. i got to go to commercial. 
Uh, but we'll Oceanog- fish under the boat. I'll, I'll hang out. All right, excellent. Let me go to a break. We'll be right back, folks. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, with a captain on the water. Back. Back. And I'm feeling the strength. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. They're on Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA with the Tony Williams soundtrack. How was that one? All right, I got Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey. I've got Ronnie, who came with us. We've got Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs, and Tony Williams, myself here. So, Rick, uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up. This is my last segment before the end of the show. Um, again, we have an, uh, a day and a half coming up with you. We leave next Sunday, November 5th at 7 p.m. We'll be back on Tuesday morning. I'm sure we'll get into some more of these fish. These fish are there. Just a matter of getting the bite. Uh, recommendations are still the same, right? Uh, line classes have, what, 20, 25, a 40, and a 60? Yeah, and then uh, 80 for nighttime fishing. But, yeah, floral carbon, various size hooks, and, you know, it, 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 those, if we see those little bluefin, which we did catch some of those little bluefin in that stop, as you saw, mm-hmm. we get on those things, you know, those, those that we've been fishing with, like, 20, 25 pounds, that's uh, number four hook, real small hook. Because they get uh, they get finicky, so yeah, to bring twenty five uh, to forty, sixty, eighty pound rod for night fishing, and uh, floral carbon for sure, definitely on those bluefin, yellowfin not so much, but uh, if we get on these bluefin, then you definitely want that floral carbon. Well, I'll, I'll tell you quite honestly, um, you know, 
I, 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 all I had was fluorocarbon, so I just put fluorocarbon leader on all my uh, my stuff. I had the 15 on the bass rod that was on the side. People, are, I always take it with me because I love fishing the bait receiver, so it's always with me. But um, you know, but I had 20 and 25, a 30, a 40, and a 60. Um, uh, anything from 30 down had uh, fluorocarbon, but a number four hook, as I figured, you know, in case of the bluefin. And then from 30 up, had a number two. However, when I saw the way they were biting, even the 20-pound and the 25-pound, I put a number two ring fly liner, and it was getting bit. Of course, not bluefin, yellowfin. Yellowfin are not as picky, okay? But um, it's good to have the number four. You might as well put the fluorocarbon on, put a number four on, and go to town. Because the bait yep. is smaller than it's been in, you know, three months ago. Three months ago, we had yeah, regular... Go ahead. We have small bait, five to six inch sardine, and uh, that's all we've had for the last week, which on that yellowfin, I think, really helps get them to stick to the boat really good. But a lot of people have a hard time fishing that, that small bait. This is where the, the new fishing syndicate e-glass rods are really going to come into play, and I'm sure he brought you all, and he probably has Somebody the... Somebody has a whole... Somebody has a whole set of them ready to go. I just now I got to go buy some reels. Yeah, well, oh, you got to Okay, well, you saw I got I got the whole set. Now you have the whole set. And I was talking to Ron. I think what we're going to do is put together and see if Ronnie approves. We're going to put together like three or four. We're going to call quote unquote rental rods, like Steve does. Steve does it all the time. These will be our loaner rods. And they're going to be, you know, a, a, a 15 to 30 and a 20 to 50 rated rods with, you know, bigger reels like um, an accurate 500 with plenty of line or we use one of the bigger fathoms um, and then just make sure they have two speeds and then just let these people go to town with a bigger rod. Because unfortunately, when I grab my stuff, what do I always grab first is the bass rod. Then I realized when I hand it off, and I saw Ronnie struggled with that. You don't have the, the you can't go up the the, the rod too far because the, the the grip is smaller, right? So yeah. no, yeah, no. We'll, we'll we'll get all the right stuff, Ronnie. I paid attention on that one. That's something I learned. Okay. So uh, it's all good. Hey, listen, I'm, we're getting close to the end of the show, Ronnie. I just want to say thank you for coming out. Please yeah, remain friend of the show. Um, yeah, you live in Orange County. If you ever want to go out and go fishing with us, please, anytime you want, okay? You know, I want to, Ronnie, I want to thank you and your group. Uh, you know, we get a lot of new people. You guys were great, and you actually listened to what was going on, and I want to thank you for being on the trip. And, uh, Rick, uh, my wife is listening, and she told me to tell you and Dina hi. Yeah, well, hello. Good morning. Peace. Doing well. She Haven't seen her in a while. We miss her. Hopefully, she can make talk her Tuesday. Yep. So, well, anyway, perfect. Uh, Captain Rick Scott, give all the information of the Ocean Odyssey. Uh, OceanOdysseyFishing.com. You can book right online. Look at the schedule or give Dina a call at 619-889-4535. Excellent. Excellent. All right, Rick, get back to it. Go catch a lot of fish, and uh, we'll see you next Sunday. Okay, looking forward to it, bud. No, we are going to see you Tuesday. Oh, that's right. You're coming to Taco that's Tuesday. Right. So Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, we'll see you, at, yeah. see you at Taco Tuesday, and then we'll get ready to go fishing with you. Okay? Right on. All, All right. right. Everybody have a great uh, weekend. Thanks, bud. All right.
Bye. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Rick Scott. Bye. Have a great one. Thanks for having me. That's Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey out of H and N Landy. We had a great, great, great time. Ronnie, thank you so much again for coming out and um, make sure you uh, you know reach out. We, you know we've got a, four more trips this year and we'll have a big list next year. Uh, in fact, we're putting together our south of the border trips. Uh, it looks like Mag Bay is is on our radar. We're going to go back to Cedros uh, this year, Cedros Island. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So. Ronnie, Great. thank you so much. Thank you. You haven't seen the last of me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Give us a call. I Taco always told Tuesday. you. It, yeah, it, yeah, come out to Taco Tuesday on Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Yeah, I'm going to stop in. You'll see me. It's Halloween after all, my favorite time. There you go. We'll see you there, Ronnie. All right, have a good one. Take Bye. care. All right. Yeah, see, they were, they were a blast to have there. So, listen, we're running out of time here. I just want to tell uh, Steve Carson he's really making me laugh. I'm following Friends of Angler Chronicles, and uh, the one that's making me laugh is our teaching styles, yours and mine. For me, it's like a sar- drill sergeant, and for you, it's a little girl. Gentle teaching has helped me to grow as a teacher, support person, and most importantly, as a person. <laughs> that That's so you. You're so, you're so rainbows and, and butterflies and, and things like that. Unicorns, yeah. I'm like in your face. All right, so I'm, I'm call me sensei. Anyway, Carson, um, good stuff. Um, my only recommendation to people go out there, get out there. Okay. Uh, again, Tuesday, big day this Tuesday. It is what, Ron? Taco Tuesday. And what happens? At and Taco you Day? have to wear a costume. We are giving away, thanks to Rick and Dina, a day and a half on the Ocean Odyssey for just dressing up it's and maybe con- having the best one. Come on, guys. Who knows what the fun. best costume is? And we have the reels and we have the rods, and we. but the trip, a, a, a day and a half. Come on. Mm-hmm. Get out there. Michael Sports Bub and Grill, 15192 Golden West, Westminster, California. That's Thursday. And then uh, two, uh, Thursday, excuse me, that's t- Tuesday. Thursday, we're going to be on the Ocean Odyssey. Right. I mean, oh, excuse me. Thursday, we're going to be on the victory. We're on the victory. And then I'm going to try to go from the victory straight to the Casey Anger meeting to hear you talk about lobsters. Yeah. And you better have some lobster for me to take yeah, home. That's right. I was just talking if I'm about Because if I'm going to pull a day like that, you better have some lobster oh, for me to yeah. take home. Okay, and, and, then, and then Sunday we leave on the uh, Ocean Odyssey again. And, and then, guys, on the 12th, we have a day and a half on the uh, El Dorado. El Dorado. And you go to longbeachsportfishing.com and book it online or 562-432-8993 and book it. Uh, I know they have some openings, and that will be, uh, you know, that'll be a good trip. I mean, look what's going on out there, guys. Well, and you know what? The funny thing is we fished almost next to the uh, the El Dorado, uh, yeah, that, so and, we're going and, the same and area. Captain TJ put out that oh. what a great what a great thing to put a, a opposing boat out there and show them on fish and and what you know. Well, he named class act. Yeah, and, people and know that we have two flagships. On fire. Yeah, we have two flagships. One in uh, San Diego, which would be the Ocean Odyssey. And then the flagship in the L.A. Orange County area is definitely the El Dorado. Absolutely. And so um, we've had a great year on the El Dorado and looking forward to many more. Uh, they're catching the same thing as the Ocean Odyssey. They were, I, I could hit them with the jig. We actually <laughs> we, we actually got them on, on the it drone. Was, it was awesome. We flew the drone over them. That's right. So that was, that was good. So, you know, guys, get out there and fish. Um, and if you can't fish... 
ping pong. Try ping pong, pickleball. Like, that is really fun. That was good. And so, Carson, I do want to thank you. You brought out some Berkeley uh, fluorocarbon 25-pounder. You saved our butts. And uh, thank you so much. It worked out really good. And, and if, if I could throw a little plug out, Sergio, uh, for anybody interested in an eight-day trip, I realize it's a bigger uh, 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 commitment of time, December 2 to December 10 on the, sh- the Shogun. Uh, on, the Shogun yeah. on the Shogun, December 2 to December 10, eight-day trip. I've got a couple spots open. If you can make it, it's an awesome trip. Do you want to mention how much? Uh, yeah, that's about three thousand and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and uh, like I say, that's that's an eight day trip, so that's kind of the going price for that. Yeah, no, no, that, that is that is it's, it's and it's a very good boat. Okay, excellent long range boat. Uh, great, great crew. I like the crew. So uh, and you have Steve Carson, and you can use all his stuff. Plus, plus on those dates. If you would be committed at home to putting up the Christmas lights, you can kind of get out of it, and it'll be all done when you come home. I love the way you think. I love the way you think. Earthworm, any last parting words? Earthworm. I think he's already... But his phone's still on. touching limits. What's that? I'm, I'm fishing. I'm Are you fishing. catching limits? Hey, I thought he fell in the lake. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he fell in something. <laughs> I might have. You fell in something. <laughs> anyway, I got two minutes. Earthworm, parting words. Uh, get out there and get some trout. It's time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let me get a trout. I'm going to put my uh, bass rod down on a 35-pound bluefin or yellowfin, and I'll go catch a two-pound trout. Hey, Steve. I'm looking forward to it. Sergio actually <laughs> did get up in the night because I did hook one, and... Um, it was fun. He was no, up. I hadn't got, no, I, I hadn't gone to it. bed yet. I hadn't gone to bed yet. That's oh, why is that I, what it was? It but, was uh, early night. That was so. fun. I was the only one, a lucky one, to uh, get one at night, and um, it was cool. What I want to do is I want to get Carson. I want to fish with Carson. And Carson, we got to go toe to toe on the line class. What do you say? I, I I would love that. That'd be fun. Carson, well, if, if you throw fifteen pound line, you're going to get bit every bait anyway, <laughs> so it would automatically be a tie. No, no, no. It's not about getting bit. It's about landing the fish. Because I'll tell you what, 45 minutes on 15, let me let me tell you the one thing, the parting shot. I'm watching my leader. I put about 25 yards of leader, okay, because I need, I want that, that bait to sink. I'm watching my leader come up, my fluorocarbon, and I've got curly cues coming off the line. So it was, it had been put through the ringer. It had pulled and stretched about as far as it was going. And, um, oh, boy, it was. But it was definitely a feat. I'm, I'm really proud of myself, okay, on 15-pound test. Okay, so that's uh, not too many people can do that anymore. Okay, guys, got one more announcement. I forgot. Uh, no, uh, SoCal uh, meeting is on November 1st at Mama Coza's. Okay, and, and November I'm, 1st. It's a lot of fun. Right. Okay, all right, guys. Um, Carson, you take care of you, bro. Earthworm, better not fall in the lake because you're a worm and you get eaten. By a trout. Great to see you, Steve. Thanks, bud. Yeah, great to see you guys. All right, yeah, thanks for coming out and, and, and hanging out. And then I'm going to say thank you so much to uh, Mia, who's actually here. Yeah. I enjoy it. I miss you guys. I enjoy being Yeah, with well, you. thank you for coming out. Now, don't let the door yeah. hit you on you the later. way out. All right, guys. Anyway, have a good one. Uh, take care of each other. And please, be kind. Talk to you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. 
We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.